Good morning, and welcome to Meditating the Word. If you have found it challenging to read the Bible consistently, I've got exciting news. In just about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, here to walk alongside you on this journey. Whether you are a longtime student of the Word or just setting foot on this path, I'm delighted to have you with us. We are in our 11th month and are now diving into the wisdom of the New Testament. We are in our final days of reading the Gospels. This is day 317. Today we are reading Luke 23 and John 18 and 19 from the World English Bible. Ready to uncover what God has for us today? Let's get started. The Good News or Gospel According to Luke Chapter 23 The whole company of them rose up and brought him before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting the nation, forbidding paying taxes to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Christ a king. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, So you say. Pilate said to the chief priests and the multitudes, I find no basis for a charge against this man. But they insisted, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee even to this place. But when Pilate heard Galilee mentioned, he asked if the man was a Galilean. When he found out that he was in Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem during those days. Now when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly glad, for he had wanted to see him for a long time, because he had heard many things about him. He hoped to see some miracle done by him. He questioned him with many words, but he gave no answers. The chief priests and the scribes stood vehemently accusing him. Herod with his soldiers humiliated him and mocked him. Dressing him in luxurious clothing, they sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for before that they were enemies with each other. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, you brought this man to me as one that perverts the people, and behold, having examined him before you, I found no basis for a charge against this man concerning those things of which you accuse him. Neither has Herod, for I sent you to him, and see, nothing worthy of death has been done by him. I will, therefore, chastise him and release him. Now he had to release one prisoner to them at the feast, but they all cried out together, saying, Away with this man! Release to us Barabbas, one who was thrown into prison for a certain revolt in the city and for murder. Then Pilate spoke to them again, wanting to release Jesus, but they shouted, saying, Crucify! Crucify him! He said to them the third time, Why? What evil has this man done? I have found no capital crime in him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. But they were urgent, with loud voices, asking that he might be crucified. 
Their voices and the voices of the chief priests prevailed. Pilate decreed that what they asked for should be done. He released him who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus up to their will. When they led him away, they grabbed one, Simon of Cyrene, coming from the country, and laid the cross on him to carry it after Jesus. A great multitude of the people followed him, including women who also mourned and lamented him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to tell the mountains, Fall on us, and tell the hills, Cover us. For if they do these things in the green tree, what will be done in the dry? There were also others, two criminals led with him to be put to death. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified him there with the criminals, one on the right and the other on the left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Dividing his garments among them, they cast lots. The people stood watching. The rulers with them also scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if this is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. An inscription was also written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who was hanged insulted him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answered and rebuking him said, Don't you even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. He said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. The sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly, this was a righteous man. All the multitudes that came together to see this, when they saw the things that were done, returned home, beating their breasts. All his acquaintances and the women who followed with him from Galilee stood at a distance, watching these things. Behold, there was a man named Joseph, who was a member of the council, a good and righteous man. He had not consented to their counsel and deed. From Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who was also waiting for God's kingdom. 
This man went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. He took it down and wrapped it in a linen cloth and laid him in a tomb that was cut in stone where no one had ever been laid. It was the day of the preparation and the Sabbath was drawing near. The women who had come with him out of Galilee followed after and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. They returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. The Good News or Gospel According to John Chapters 18 and 19 When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, into which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Judas then, having taken a detachment of soldiers and officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all the things that were happening to him, went out and said to them, Who are you looking for? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas also, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When therefore he said to them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Again, therefore, he asked them, Who are you looking for? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way, that the word might be fulfilled which he spoke. Of those whom you have given me, I have lost none. Simon Peter, therefore, having a sword, drew it, struck the high priest's servant, and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Jesus, therefore, said to Peter, Put the sword into its sheath. The cup which the Father has given me, shall I not surely drink it? So the detachment, the commanding officer, and the officers of the Jews seized Jesus and bound him, and led him to Annas first, for he was father-in-law to Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who advised the Jews that it was expedient that one man should perish for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, as did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and entered in with Jesus into the court of the high priest. But Peter was standing at the door outside. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to her who kept the door and brought in Peter. Then the maid who kept the door said to Peter, Are you also one of this man's disciples? He said, I am not. Now the servants and the officers were standing there, having made a fire of coals, for it was cold. They were warming themselves. Peter was with them, standing and warming himself. The high priest therefore asked Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always taught in synagogues and in the temple, where the Jews always meet. I said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Behold, they know the things which I said. 
When he had said this, one of the officers standing by slapped Jesus with his hand, saying, Do you answer the high priest like that? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, testify of the evil. But if well, why do you beat me? Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They said, therefore, to him, You aren't also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, being a relative of him whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Didn't I see you in the garden with him? Peter therefore denied it again, and immediately the rooster crowed. They led Jesus, therefore, from Caiaphas into the praetorium. It was early, and they themselves didn't enter into the praetorium, that they might not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Pilate, therefore, went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man weren't an evildoer, we wouldn't have delivered him up to you. Pilate, therefore, said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. Therefore the Jews said to him, It is illegal for us to put anyone to death, that the word of Jesus might be fulfilled which he spoke, signifying by what kind of death he should die. Pilate, therefore, entered again into the praetorium, called Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Do you say this by yourself? Or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would fight that I wouldn't be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this reason I have been born, and for this reason I have come into the world, that I should testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? When he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no basis for a charge against him. But you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Therefore, do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all shouted again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. So Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. The soldiers twisted thorns into a crown and put it on his head and dressed him in a purple garment. They kept saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and kept slapping him. Then Pilate went out again and said to them, Behold, I bring him out to you, that you may know that I find no basis for a charge against him. Jesus therefore came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple garment. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When therefore the chief priests and the officers saw him, they shouted, saying, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate said to them, 
Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When therefore Pilate heard this saying, he was more afraid. He entered into the praetorium again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, Aren't you speaking to me? Don't you know that I have the power to release you and have the power to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power at all against me unless it were given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me to you has greater sin. At this, Pilate was seeking to release him, but the Jews cried out, saying, If you release this man, you aren't Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover, at about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So then he delivered him to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and led him away. He went out bearing his cross to the place called the place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him and with him two others on either side, one and Jesus in the middle. Pilate wrote a title also and put it on the cross. There was written, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Therefore, many of the Jews read this title, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. The chief priests of the Jews therefore said to Pilate, Don't write the King of the Jews, but he said, I am King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also the tunic. Now the tunic was without seam, woven from the top throughout. Then they said to one another, Let not tear it, but cast lots for it, to decide whose it will be, that the scripture might be fulfilled which says, They parted my garments among them. They cast lots for my clothing. Therefore the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Therefore when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing there, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. From that hour the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, seeing that all things were now finished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I am thirsty. 
Now a vessel full of vinegar was set there. So they put a sponge full of the vinegar on hyssop and held it at his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Therefore the Jews, because it was the preparation day, so that the bodies wouldn't remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a special one, asked of Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Therefore the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they didn't break his legs. However, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. He who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth that you may believe. For these things happened, that the scripture might be fulfilled. A bone of him will not be broken. And another scripture says, They will look on him whom they pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked of Pilate that he might take away Jesus' body. Pilate gave him permission. He came, therefore, and took away his body. Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred Roman pounds. So they took Jesus' body and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden. In the garden was a new tomb in which no man had ever yet been laid. Then because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was near at hand, they laid Jesus there. Father God, what a picture of forgiveness. As Jesus was being wrongfully murdered, he asked you to forgive those who were responsible. How often we hold on to unforgiveness for the smallest offense. Help us, Father, to forgive as we have been forgiven. Thank you for sending Jesus, your Son, to die in our place. When he spoke the words, it is finished, our salvation was complete. Everything you had ever promised or provided for was made available to us. Our sins were washed away, not just forgiven, but forgotten. Amen. Thank you for being a part of Meditating the Word today. As we turn another page on our journey, remember that God's Word is meant to be part of your daily life. Faith grows as we listen to the Word, and revelation knowledge comes as we reflect and meditate on what we've read and let it take root in our hearts. I am so grateful for this shared time with you. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.